Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm host uh, Jim Ventura. Uh, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, this is one of our uh, listeners choice shows. So if it's your first time tuning into Snake Oil Radio, uh, again, I am uh, the host Jim Ventura. And uh, my expertise is in uh, astrology and numerology and tarot, runestones, animal cards. I have uh, mastered and worked with a lot of different oracles. Um, so I am a uh, spiritual counselor, uh, what I like to call a navigational consultant, because I actually find that when I work with people uh, privately, I do do um, private sessions uh, in person here in my home office in Phoenix, as well as by phone for clients all over the country, um, I, I help people understand how to navigate, you know, their course in life. In that sense, I, I do like to remind all my listeners and my clients that I'm not a psychic in the traditional sense. I don't really necessarily make predictions, even though the cards and things I work with often do and could be rather accurate. But I do like to really work at at helping people understand their course and empower them to understand how they're creating their reality along the way which also is a big focus of our show here with Snake Oil Radio. Uh, I'm also an author, and I have a, uh, a uh, one book that I've published a few years back, self-published, called Dirty Little Secrets. Um, this is an autobiographical uh, book, uh, a bit about me, metaphysics, spirituality, relationships, all kinds of good stuff. Um, and anyway, that's available uh, through my website, or through Amazon, uh, Dirty Little Secrets by Jim Ventura, and I'll be publishing Snake Oil Volume 1, uh, my monthly column that I publish uh, every month through the Internet. Um, if you're not already receiving my uh, monthly column, Snake Oil, um, please absolutely feel free to email, email me at VenturaSag or VenturaWords, uh, VenturaWords at Mac.com or VenturaSag at Yahoo.com. And you can also get information about private sessions on my website. All that information is is on the page here as well, too. And uh, if you get the column, it is a free monthly column, and I am told very enlightening. So generally, what I usually do, my format for my shows, of course, is I like to, um, first show of each month, we're here almost every Thursday. Occasionally, I take a Thursday off if I'm on vacation in the summer, we'll probably bring at least one Thursday a month with me not on air, uh, since I take a little bit more vacation times every summer, primarily because it's so hot here uh, in Phoenix. No one would blame me uh, for wanting to get away. But otherwise, we are on air uh, every uh, we are on air every Thursday at 3:30, usually for a 45-minute show. Today's show, a little bit of a shorter show. Uh, I'm only doing a half-hour show today. Um, so hopefully we can uh, get into some interesting subjects even briefly, and I will open up the phone lines in just a little bit uh, for uh, listeners as well uh, to ask any any questions, uh, even if it's just a private question in that sense, although it's going to be public because it's going to be on air. So anyway, uh, the free little mini-readings we'll do just in a little bit. I will get to callers, and, um, and uh, you're free to ask me, me questions about just about anything. So anyway, that said, um, this show is our our listeners' choice show. So um, we'll we'll wait to see uh, uh, you know if, if anyone's listening uh, live. We always go to an archive as well too. Where you can catch the shows later. But um, I always sort of like to just kind of randomly talk about whatever subject comes up in my mind uh, for the day. 
and then um, see what happens if we get people in the chat room or, or callers to call in. We can open up uh, the phone lines and see what kind of questions we have about spirituality, metaphysics, life in general, or even uh, personal questions uh, that people might have that they want a little quick info on or very significant. So uh, the first thing I, you know, I would like to talk about today is um, very interesting uh, certain astrological patterns that have been going on. Um, there is a lot of movement astrologically. Uh, you know, if you follow astrology, um, what I like to call uh, Uranus um, triggers right now that seem to be hitting a lot of people in the last few months. Uranus, which rules eccentricity, um, uh, freedom, revolution, uh, insight, awakening, uh, change, uh the part of us that's iconoclastic uh, has moved into Aries in the last couple of months. Uh, anyone who's Aries or, uh, you know, has configurations in a chart relating to this will feel some of these pushes and shifts at a very personal level. Um, you can kind of see that there has been a lot of um, interesting activity going on uh, in the world. We'll talk about a few of those things on today's show. Uh, but again, so these Uranus pushes are not only through, through society, but also are personal effects as well. At a personal level, it can feel like these kind of interesting abrupt changes or shifts that are, are coming up for, for many, many different people. Um, fortunately, most of them can be positive. Occasionally, Uranus energy can be um, difficult, but as a, a general rule, it's more about freedom and revolution and making some type of a, a different shift or a different change at some level, um, or, or course of shift. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of this out in the world. Anyone uh, who recently has been paying attention to the news, which I know is kind of a plus and a minus, uh, <laughs> has caught that uh, recently we've had, um, you know, there, there was actually a real controversy going on in uh, California, there was, uh, I think, a 80-something-year-old preacher who had purchased a number of billboards saying that the world would end at this certain day in May uh, of 2011, uh, some biblical awareness or knowledge, and he uh, posted all these uh, uh, promos and billboards all over the place telling people that this is what was going to occur. Um, I caught it a doubt a day or two before it was happening. I had a few friends kind of jokingly call me and ask me what I was doing with my last day on Earth in that sense. And um, I, I, of course, had to laugh. I've, you know, I've been uh, around for 46 years, and I've heard an endless stream of when the world's going to end predictions. So always find a lot of amusement in that in that sense. But, you know, we can laugh about this at some level, but... There were some real repercussions uh, from this particular event, of course, that, that were really hard for people because some people took it really, really literal, literally and, and believed it in that sense. And, you know, there, there are stories about people who quit their jobs um, or who, who ran up a tremendous amount of debt or did all kinds of crazy things under this assumption that the world was going to come to an end. So we, we can make light of this. But, you know, at a deeper level, I often wonder whether we as a society will make these kind of crazy scare tactic games, um, you know, illegal or, you know, uh, some, I don't know about illegal, but uh, questionable where people aren't so easily suckered in, 
to these ideas in that sense. I mean, one of the things that I always like to tell people is, you know, the, the probability of the world coming to an end in these theoretical um, Armageddon kind of story ways is really ridiculous. Well, not impossible, because anything is theoretically possible. I think a, really a lot of it is about escapism and an urge for many people to really want to avoid um, the responsibilities in, in their lives. You know, typically, especially when people are struggling and having difficulty, you know, a message like this can very much feel like um, sort of the blessing that it doesn't matter that I owe a fortune and back child support or that I'm tremendously unhappy in the work that I do or um, you're just miserable emotionally and socially because the world's going to come to an end anyway. Um, there also is really a spiritual arrogance among people who often have these fantasies and these beliefs because they, you know, they think their religion or their philosophy or their perspective has the answer. And even, you know, if you think about these these predictions about, um, uh, I don't know what they call it, the rapture and things of that nature, it's always this idea that only a certain group of people are going to be saved and the rest, of course, are going to hell in a handbasket, so to speak, in that sense. And this is what I mean about a, a spiritual arrogance in that sense, this idea that one group has the has the insight and the wisdom and uh everyone else is sort of left behind and, and dubbed as 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 uh you know lacking in wisdom or knowledge or uh, inferior at some level or deserving of punishment uh so these things to me are are very very shameful they're understandable why they occur but i really would would wish that more people would not fall into these traps so easily I mean, everybody remembers the ridiculous um, uh, theatrics that occurred during um, uh, Y2K, of course. So, uh, again, planes were going to fall out of the sky, the entire system and grid was going to go down, blah, 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 blah. So, anyway, um, I want to talk a little bit more about Uranus influences, um, because this is a tangent kind of thought here. So let me put the phone number up here uh, for anyone listening if they want to call in and have a question comment um, they'd like to uh, share today. Again, it's a short show, so any any calls I take, I'm going to kind of keep brief, um, but I would certainly welcome anyone who wants to chat for a little bit. Um, the phone number here is 1-646-200-3966, and that, again, that's 1-646-200-3966. I do believe there's a caller here, so I'm going to get this caller, although I'm wondering about this phone number here, too, so let me see what we get. Hello, you're on air? Yeah, I was wondering if I could ask you a question. Oh, sure, absolutely. Okay, uh, thank you for, for waiting. I Just the, the phone number, I sometimes get this phone number and it, it, it seems like it's an odd number. But anyway, we're not going to worry about that. What's your name? Uh, Gabe. Gabe, okay. All right, how are you today, Gabe? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, All right. I was wondering if you've seen my mom making a move. She wants to get this house and, uh, you know, we don't know if she's going to get it or not, but we're hoping. Right. Uh, and, and how soon is she wanting to do this? Uh, well, um, it's, the house that she wants to get is for sale now, so we were hoping that it would all like be good this time in June. Yeah, because well, let me see. Uh, hold on, let me see what let me see what I can pick up on this, and we'll take a look at at this uh, this question. Give me one second. I want to pull a stone for you. In that sense, here's what. Here's what I'm here's what I'm kind of feeling about this in that sense. I actually get 
kind of a thumbs up about the situation. Although I'm hearing that they're saying that there are there is some there's some delay at some level in being able to do this. Um, so it doesn't go through as quickly as as you'd like, but I feel like it's still able to go through. I keep hearing there's something connected with the with the financial end of it or just the sort of details of it in that sense, which to me feel a little bit frustrating, but I keep hearing that she should keep kind of persevering in some ways because I actually feel like like the house and the the vibe of it and the energy of it is really actually very fitting. So, like, it's kind yeah. of a a very positive dream in that sense. But I keep hearing that there are practical details and delays that come up that just slow it down a little bit. But then I'm also hearing that, um, you know, if the house is meant to be for her in that sense, then it will. So there's nothing to worry about about that. Um, I mean, how do you feel about this? Is this something, are you uh, making a move with her or is this something you're observing? Yeah, I'm making the move with her. But um, I, I really want this for her because the house that we're living in now is uh, getting old, you know, and I want right. her to have a, a better house, uh, a healthier house, and I want her to be uh, just happy, you know what I mean? Like, I think this would be really good for her because she does it, it's a newer house, so she won't have to make, like, a lot of uh, home improvements, and, uh, you know, she, she needs that right now. Right, but I also think yeah. that she worries a little about leaving the old house just because of memories. Right, you know. But but I, but I told her I said you we all everybody makes new memories. You know, you take the memories yeah. with you and you make new ones. And so, uh, and I I, yeah, really, I think yeah I think you're definitely on the right track with this in that sense. One of the things I'm going to suggest for for you and even for her is. The way to make the transition, because I don't see any real block to it happening, except, again, I'm seeing these little minor detail issues. And then you bring up an interesting point about, you know, it, it sounds kind of odd to, to maybe some people, but it really isn't, that sometimes we have guilt about leaving the other home behind. And that's yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, when I was a kid, I used to always, I used to, I always remember this. I used to have, I think it was this Libra moon that I had, but, like, my mom would buy different chocolate bars and, you know, we don't get to choose one, and sometimes I choose the one that nobody wanted because I felt bad for it. <laughs> I think about how I was when I was a kid that way. I was like really very heart centered that way, and then almost an inanimate object that you give you give feelings to. But you know, the thing with the home is the home is an inanimate object, but it also isn't because it does it houses memories and um, you know the animals, the plants, the things around it have a consciousness, as does the home in its own way. So sometimes we feel that anguish about leaving and, and breaking free from there. So what I'm going to suggest is, and this is something to really, really talk with your mom about in that sense, because I think you're on the right track with it, um, of suggesting that, realizing that she'll make new memories in the new place and it'll be a much more positive kind of movement forward. But by the same token, that the person who takes this, the other place, um, you know, if she can focus on it being the right people that will take care of that home and love that home, and to them it will be an upgrade for them. Yeah. Okay. would be the right vibrational way to go in with it. That way it's harmonious for all concerned. Yeah, so. and actually we are taking uh, some of the plants just because they have uh, uh, memories. Yeah. And, and uh, especially of her mom because she had gotten a plant from her mom before she passed away. 
And right. so, you know, we're taking that and to the new house and Excellent. Yeah, that's it. I mean, take the things that, that really have meaning in that sense that way. But you know what I mean? We really do. We, we we become attached to things and places, and again, especially homes in a way that's very, very hard to explain to other people, especially when someone has been there for a very, very long time. But also remind her in that sense, too, because this is why I, I want to say that the, 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 the tangible delays, the financial issues, the practicality issues, they are really also a reflection back of the part of her that hasn't fully let go. So it's okay. almost an unconscious thing to create a few little delays along the way in all of this in that sense. But I feel like she's going to move anyway. So what I would suggest also is remembering that the memories of the home and the people and the things connected with it, they stay with us in our heart anyway. They're really not They're really not in the space. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's Understanding that that need to to uh, to you know the willingness to to leave it behind and realize that she's not that she's taking all those positive memories and things with her along the way in that sense and that she's not leaving or abandoning um, anything really in that sense that I mean that's just a part of her I think that's obviously very very nostalgic in that sense you know as well plus it's also you know there's also always a fear of change. Yes. Well, I, and this house is close to my brother, and uh, I also want her to be there because she'll be close to my brother and her grandchildren. You know what I mean? So I think that right. will is, is going to help yeah. her. But that's why I, I think she's gonna. I think it's this one. I, my feeling is it's going to happen, one way or another, in that sense, because it's almost sort of you know it's kind of weirdly perfect, in some ways, where the house yeah. is. Where it's low, you know what I mean. There's a there's a yeah. synchronicity to that to that uh, to that um, extent. So what I'm also going to suggest for you to do is you can probably talk with her about this too, and, and even just meditate this yourself. Ask um, Archangel Michael, who Archangel Michael is the Archangel that helps us with having the courage to make changes, to come in and help the situation out for the better of everyone, and that will smooth the okay. passage. So I I think okay. it's going to happen. It feels what like it's right. I'm just getting a, a little bit of a delay for a few weeks or a month or so oh, okay. to, to put the details in place. But I feel like it's going to happen anyway. But I would I would put that energy um, toward Archangel Michael, giving her the courage and you know to make that shift and to make that change. Okay. 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 Good. Awesome. All right. Okay, Very much appreciate the call, Gabe. And uh, oh, feel free to call in again anytime. Okay, thanks. All right, peace. All right, let's see. Okay, uh, that was a very good question. Um, and uh, uh, very, uh, how's my other phone going off? That was a very good question, and I, I definitely appreciate it. You know, that's the thing is, it's funny how I think that it, it's a great understanding and awareness to focus on the fact that we're never really, we're never really victimized by circumstances or situations. Again, a lot of times, it can take us a little while to have the courage and the faith to really trust in a move or making a change. And then, of course, we deal with the details of life along the way. You know, again, sometimes it's difficult to get a loan or to time it from leaving one house and going into another house and making the move happen, things of that nature. So the details to me really are a reflection back of our own hesitancy, our own doubt, and often even just a, a reflection back of our need to move at a pace that we're comfortable with. 
you know, on that on that note, I always say that, like, even when people go to school, we go to school to become something. But really what we're becoming in many ways is what we already are. We just need to go to school and and convince ourselves of the knowledge and the information in the world around us and, and learn um, what we, in essence, already know. So, you know, it's, it's a very funny way of looking at it because I always think that even when, when people ask me for advice and information, I always think that um, I'm really helping them to tap into their own knowingness in that sense. Um, and that's good because they, they don't need me, but I, I can be helpful that way uh, in that respect uh, in helping people tap into their own awareness because we do have the answers inside us. We do know in that sense. So, yes, best of luck with that move and that transition, Gabe. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I can say this to all my listeners. You know, ask, you know, angelic assistance to help you when you're making any type of difficult change or shift or process in that sense because angelic guides are they're there, but they're more there when you're willing to ask them to come in and to help in that sense. Those are one of those type of areas where we have to actually request it. They can't kind of nudgingly push their way into our lives unless we and sometimes they do a little but uh they don't really they, they've they got to ask for for help you know when you ask for help and assistance they'll step in and then it takes a part of us to surrender and trust the process itself when we're dealing with it in that sense that they will help and, and then trust the impulses and things that they steer us toward to make that resolution but i feel like like i said with this move it, it's really right sometimes things line up really in a fitting kind of way. And then again, it really is up to us to catch up with the idea of trusting that process. So going back to, uh, we got a few more minutes here. I'm always amazed at how quickly time goes by when I do this show. Um, and uh, I was talking a little bit about Uranus influences in that sense. And uh, let me say hello to every all of our listeners and a special hello to Amethyst72. Good to see you again. Hope you're doing well. Um, uh, Amethyst72 is in our chat room And uh, she also, by the way In fact, that she reminds me I think there's a couple of lotions and things She does all kinds of things with lotions And uh, by Jen uh, She has a website And uh, feel free to pop that up there at any time uh, Jen, also about your website With some great stuff that you could purchase uh, Homemade lotions and all kinds of good potions And things that she's able to create and I'm going to order a couple of those in the next couple weeks. Thank you for that reminder since I forgot. Um, anyway, uh, so welcome everybody listening, and, and a special welcome to Jen uh, Amethyst72 in the chat room. So again, I was talking a little bit about Uranus influences. So they really do tend to kind of push us in some type of interesting direction when they come up. Again, usually it, it's freedom you know, breaking away from an old pattern or an old thing that's no longer working for us in that sense. And it's funny because sometimes they can be uncomfortable. I had a client today, this was really interesting, I'll tell a quick story because I know he wouldn't mind, um, who w is being accused at his job of inappropriate behavior with a female coworker. And, you know, I've known the man for years, and he is definitely an eccentric character, but um, the probability of him being physically touchy or inappropriate, I'd say, would be bordering on no way. Um, so it was really kind of a false accusation in that sense. And uh, we had done a session, and uh, it looked good like that he would get a reprimand and that it would be uncomfortable, but that he wouldn't necessarily completely lose his job. And then uh, about you know four or five hours later, I got a phone call from him telling me that they actually decided to terminate him. 
and he is a very actually pretty high position within the company. Um, it threw me for a loop in that sense because I, I suspected there was going to be some fallout in that sense, but I didn't see it being at that level and that magnitude. So, you know, it's weird when things like that happen because they're really traumatic for us, especially when we don't expect them to. And, um, and this is one of the reasons why I don't think you can ever predict with 100% accuracy either because we do get these curveballs sometimes. But the good news is that even the bad stuff usually can inevitably turn out to be good stuff. And it may be that they, he didn't feel comfortable within that company. He needed to make the change. I certainly think he's probably going to get a lawyer and really probably should since they sound this is very much like trumped up charges with no proof whatsoever. Um, so, he, you know, he may actually end up benefiting more than he knows, even though he may have to go through somewhat of a, a process in that sense. So wishing him the best on that. Um, and um, like I said, really, really mind-blowing how that, that came out in left field. And it was funny because we had a talk about Uranus influences because he hadn't even seen it coming in the first place in that sense. He couldn't even wrap his mind around uh, what female employee would um, be uh, accusing him of this. He didn't know who that necessarily was. But it's funny also because he has had a pattern with an ex-wife and an ex-girlfriend and uh, two ex-girlfriends in his life of really kind of drawing in some, I say this with love, but crazy, vindictive, um, angry, um, slightly insane women in that sense. So uh, it seems to kind of be a pattern. So now it kind of was brought into his work environment in that sense as well. So one of the things that we say is, you know, the good news is when we, we have something bad like this happen, one thing that we can look at is it's often really an attempt from a higher self to um, clear a pattern permanently. You know, in some cases we're just paying off a karmic debt in that respect as well, but again, often it's really meant to clear our consciousness of, of a new way of viewing things in that sense. Certainly for him, I'm sure he'll be a lot more um, uh, aware of any type of inappropriate talk or touch or conversation in that sense, which certainly will be a benefit in the long run. But, uh, again, uh, just a very surprising kind of little lightning bolt out in left field. And sometimes that's what Uranus influences feel like in that sense. Um, in a larger context, you know, many of us saw um, around the time Uranus went into Aries, which is where it is now, was when the whole thing came out with Egypt and the revolt there. So um, at a larger level, it really can create change um, in, in, a, in a dramatic way in, in, in a, a larger society level. And I've always felt that, too, that a lot of the different Arab countries would inevitably on their own sort of rise up and push to make change. But Uranus, of course, also has a personal influence. So one of the things I suggest to all my listeners is, you know, if you're going through some shifts or some changes in that sense, you know, we, we often look for a steadiness outside of us. And that really is, our, our ideal goal is, to, our goal is to really find that, that place of safety and steadiness within us in that sense and not look for an outer thing to provide that in that respect. And that really, in many ways, is the key toward having a, uh, some harmony in life in that sense. When we're not looking for outer things to do, we know that wherever we are and wherever we go is our own, our own stability that we have internally is, is what really creates that 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 foundation in that sense. 
Some homework to all my listeners, because we're going to have to sign off here in a couple of minutes, is I want everybody who is going through any type of questionable situation in their life to really, really look inside and ask Archangel Michael, the angel that helps us with transitions and changes, to come in and assist with that process, giving us the courage to really, really do and to move through the changes that are are being called um, to us in that sense, and um, and to know that we'll, we'll be able to do that with finesse and that it's going to turn out to be a beneficial, positive thing, even if it doesn't necessarily look like that at the moment in that respect. So that that's my homework to everyone, to to ask for assistance with the process and then really to find that place of security within themselves as things shift and change. Okay, so my my quick little short show here is I'm actually teaching a class at a local bookstore, so I had to do a little bit of a shorter show today. So we're down to our last minute or so in this uh, incredibly fast uh, half-hour show. So I will be back again next week for my normal full 45-minute show and be able to read my uh, my column. If you're not already getting my newsletter, again, feel, feel free to email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo.com or VenturaWords at Mac.com. For information in my books or my services, go right to my website. You'll find that all on the page here at Blog Talk Radio. Okay, I want to thank uh, all of the people that tuned in today. Again, special thanks. Good seeing you, Amethyst72, uh, Jen. Um, and I will be in touch also. I want to look at some of your products. And uh, I've just been traveling a lot. I've got to settle down and actually take a look at that. And I re- recommend um, her website to any of the listeners as well. She's got some great stuff. And special thanks also to Gabe for his call and wishing him the best on that transition with his mom uh, to the new location because I think that that's meant to be. Just always be patient with the process of, of getting from point A to point B. Sometimes there's little rocks in the road. Okay, so this is Jim Ventura. And again, uh, thanks for everyone for tuning in to the show today. We'll be back again next week with another a little bit longer show. Everybody have a wonderful night. And again, thanks for tuning in. Cheers. <laughs>